Yes, you were going to ask about the vibrations of numbers, and we do think that that would be a nice close, a very positive thing to end this beautiful conversation on. If you don't mind, that's okay. Thank you. We are good. Let's do this. Okay. Um, My question with the numbers is that, and this happened starting last year when it came more to my attention, but numbers like, for example, 1111 with the clocks, 1111, 444, 555, and 1212. Um, What's the... There's a meaning for these numbers like 1111, and and I just wanted to get your perspective on it, that what is this is meaning? Yes, the 1111 is a great one to start with because it is one that most people are familiar with, and 444 is another one that people get, many people get lots and lots of these. And what has started happening is the 1111, or ones, and when you see the ones, 111, however many there are, it is the universal message to think about, to pause in that moment and think about what is the thought? What mm-hmm. is the thought that I was having right now? And if you find yourself in self-doubt or in a negative thought pattern of thinking about something that you don't want or what isn't working out right, it is a reminder to you that that thought just went out into the ethers to create your reality. So the ones are there as an activation. It is an activation to remind you to think about what it is you desire. Mm. What is the outcome you desire? And because it is becoming so widely known, it is the perfect activating number. You see 111 and you stop to think, hmm, what, what is it that you do? You make a wish. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's what yes. 111 is. What do you do when you wish? Do you say, oh, I wish I had a flat tire? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're going to wish for a vacation or something joyful. You know, you're going to wish for something you desire. So it is a reminder to you to put out your desires. And whatever that thought was that came in before that, if it was a negative one, it got blown out of the water with the good one. And so it is a reminder to everyone how powerful you are. You are a creator. You are a co-creator. And when you are making those pictures in your mind and you are telling those stories in your mind, you are creating. And so the ones are there to help remind you, create from love, create from a place of joy and from a place of desire. And then you'll co-create something very magical. The fours and the threes. These are master numbers. Threes are your masters like Jesus, Buddha. They are uh, 33 is a very big master number. Hmm. And it's just there. Fours, fours are about the angels. Fours are about creating again from a place of love. And so these numbers are being shown to you to remind you, you are not alone. You are not alone and you are not just not alone, but you are being helped. You're being guided. Twos, twos are a number of faith. Keep your faith. And when you see a two, it means that if you are working towards something, if you have something that you have been working hard on and you start seeing the twos, it's, it is, your team saying, you're getting so close. Hang in there. Hang in there. Have faith. It's coming. Mm. The fives. The fives, just like your shirt. <laughs> the fives are about change. We are constantly creating change. Change. Go through that hallway. 
don't do the same thing every day. Go through a different door. Go through a different door. Change. It is a beautiful thing. And you are the creator of your change. Change is always going to happen. It is the, the only thing that is consistent is the change. And so this is where you bring in your ones and you bring in your threes and you bring in all the other numbers right around this one because those other numbers, you are creating the change you desire. Your thoughts, at calling in your support system, keeping the faith, that's all creating the change. The sixes, a lot of people do not like the sixes. Oh, it is the devil, 666, ha ha ha, we say to you. Sixes are about your ego. Mm. It's about how your ego can get wrapped around an attachment. Let's say the attachment is a material thing, or it is a status, it is fame, whatever it is, it is the ego. These sixes are never a bad thing. It is just a thing. It is what it is. It is to look at your attachments. How attached are you to fame, to money, to being on top, to being powerful, to having the fancy car, the fancy home? How attached to you, it to all of that are you? And that is all it is asking you to do. Look at your attachments. And it is also to remind you when it is coupled with other numbers. So let's say you have sixes and eights. It is the world saying, hey, we're here. You're sub the, the material things you need will be provided for you. And the sevens are about your path. It's about a vibration of doing your heart's desires. So if you are seeing a lot of sevens and you are not happy in your path that you are on, whether that be work or love or whatever it might be, it is time. It is the universe telling you, look at your path. It is time to make a change. If you are happy where you are, then it, it, it could be depending on what pattern those numbers come in. Like we say, they come with other numbers. Then you might notice that it is showing up consistently with another number. And it could be that the angels, four, seven, seven, angels are saying, good job. You are doing a great work on your path. It is, you see what number it comes with, five, seven, seven. Oh, there's going to be a change coming in your path. Mm. See how they can talk to you. Two, seven, seven, have faith that you're going the right direction and your thoughts are taking you to the path that you desire. That's what the twos are. One, seven, seven, your thoughts are creating a new direction in your path and then you may not like it. So we want you to know that that thought you're having is creating your path. So now we're reminding you to think about what you desire and put that in there. See how that works. Those numbers can talk to you. It gives us avenues to talk to you. Eights are about your supply. Eights are also the infinity symbol. Mm -hmm. It is a way for you to mm, know that you are always taken care of, just as the infinity symbol is always going. So are you. You are always taken care of. There are many other aspects to eight, and there are ways to find those. There are books. There are websites with numbers on them. And most of all, you need to know that you are being taken care of and that your finances are or your supply is being taken care of as well. Nines are about completion. A lot of this is, yes, associated with the numerology that you can find on your websites that can also help you understand the numbers looking through them, or you can go to angel number websites and they will tell you. Your nines are about completion. You're coming to an end of a cycle. You are ready to complete something. And again, look at how the number patterns show up for you. Maybe if it is 599, or 955 or whatever it might be, it is saying whatever it is that you were trying to create or change is now coming to an end. 
which means that you are about to start a new cycle. And that can be exciting. What door will you open tomorrow? We go back to your hall. You will all be thinking about hallways all day now. Okay. <laughs> and then the zeros. The zeros are direct messages from source. If you see 700, zero, that is God saying, thank you for being on this path and doing the work you're doing. That is, wow. that is God speaking to you. That is source speaking to you, saying, you are doing a great job. Or if you're seeing... 500 or 505 it's saying it is saying source is directly connected to the changes that are happening in your life and that is to say to you no one will know better how to make a change in your life than that source energy than your god and so trust that you are going in the right direction when you see that zero in there with those fives you can go we're going the right way <laughs> you do not want to make a change that ends on a gravel road right Nobody wants that. So just keep calling in all of these beautiful high desires and high vibrations, and you will do great. Be a good person in the world, and you will do just fine. You will attract into your life wonderful things. If there is somewhere in your life that is unsettled, rather it be a relationship or a job or whatever it might be, it maybe you don't like where you live, you are in charge of making that change. And even if it feels impossible, we say to you, you have a group of beings waiting to help you, helping you to see the light and helping you to make the change that is going to create the desired outcome. Remember to respond in love. Everything you do, if it is not reaction from a place of love, then you need to step back and look at where am I coming from when I respond to this situation? Am I coming from ego? Am I coming from fear? Or am I coming from love? And when you move forward with those questions in mind, you will not go wrong. This will be a most excellent experiment for you. Hmm. Is there anything else? Um, um, what about 11, 11 and 12, 12? Do they have any kind of meaning, specific meanings? Hmm. Or just, it just goes back to ones and twos? The 11, 11 is the master number. It is a high vibrational number along with 1212, a very high vibrational number. Mm. We are looking to see if there's another specific answer for you on that. Hmm. It is, it seems that there is a um, information that you have on these numbers that we are not accessing at this point, but what we want to say to you is if it is true to you, then it is true. So if there is a, hmm, a vibrational match of a description for these numbers that you hold in your heart as truth, then that is something that spirit can use and show you these numbers for that purpose. Does that make sense? Yes. It's kind of like their way of communicating. Mm hmm Yes. So if there, if you are looking for a sign, they can use this as your sign. And if there is a, like we said, an attachment to what these numbers mean for you, and then we say, yes, that is true. That is what I mean. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you for all that information. I'm, I'm going to have to to listen to this video a couple of times. <laughs> mm. 
Well, we thank you for bringing us on board again. We enjoy doing this. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what that was, but this side started, like this shoulder started getting sore. So I don't know if it's because I have the puppy back here sleeping right. in the way I was sitting, but I was like, okay, stretch it. <laughs> but anyways, that was, that was amazing. The hallway was getting ridiculously long for me. And I was, just there, and that's why they brought it back in. Cause I kept going, why is that hallway so long? <laughs> so, so, so that was fun like when they were showing that. Yeah, it was. A, I like how there was a purpose for the hallway, and like you, like I'm seeing this hallway, and I'm like, oh, that's different. But there was yeah. a purpose for it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was kind of fun the way they brought that in, and um, every time they would open a door, it was like this flood of color would come in, and um, and everything would change and and shift in the hallway, and it was fun to hear how your hallway was getting. Would you say it was getting smaller? Yeah, it it wasn't that short, but it, you know, for me, it was uh, a change of color as well. Not that the whole hallway changed color, but like the floor was a different color. And now the, I saw yellow, like either yellow trim or yellow lines coming through. Oh, yeah. Very so cool. that was the flash picture that I saw, but it did not look long <laughs> well i would like to encourage anyone listening to the video if you had an experience with the hallway write it down because that was kind of fun for me to see that and see how it was changing and um have them opening these doors and then like one there was just a field full of like trees and maybe more like an orchard or something like there was there was information almost out there just waiting to come in and then when that door opened, like all this green would come in and then another one opened and it was blue colors coming in and what, you know, it was like, Ooh, what's in there. <laughs> so I was feeling that excitement that they were talking about, about, you know, you get more and more excited about each day, you get to open a new door. And, um, I was kind of feeling that excitement, like, Ooh, what's tomorrow's door. And <laughs> I could feel it. I was like, I really want to go open a door now. So, so that was kind of fun. I was enjoying that piece to it. Um, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of talking. I don't remember everything that was being said, so I hope it resonated with people. <laughs> uh, yes, um, yes, it, was, it 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 answered a lot of good questions, you know, and I think it answered your your timeline questions, the collapsing of timelines. Yeah, that was interesting to see things. Um, it was kind of uh, it was kind of like one of those ascension maps that Charmel drew where it was like this blooming flowery looking thing and like you could see that it was every time it was going out it was going like this but at the end whatever was behind it was falling away you know so it was like this shooting star or something that was going and anything that's passed now was floating away it was interesting to see it in my mind and have this picture uh, like what you were saying so new timelines are being created at all times and then as the old ones are passing away and you know they're right. collapsing and then they were showing the um so what i do in past life hypnosis is if i take somebody through a lifetime that was really traumatic we do what we call rewrite the story and i take them back but i don't get to choose it i take them back mm -hmm. and i say how far back do you want to go and they'll be surprised as surprised as I will, because let's say it is a childhood of abuse. 
and maybe the abuse started when they were three, but they'll go back to five instead of three. And then instead of putting up with it, they may, they do something different at that age or a parent steps in and says no more or something, something different happens, but they play it out the same way they would if I'm taking them through. It's not like they get to pick and choose. They go mm. back to a certain point of the timeline and then they're experiencing one of the other alternate realities. Oh. And what happens is they will, um, you know, if they go back to the three-year-old being abused, well now, instead of that parent abusing them, the, let's say mom, it's the father that's abusive. Mom takes and leaves the father. And so now they have this different timeline. So now they're living a life with a single parent and now they have different trauma. And so then it's like, okay, well now it's still not abuse. So that's good. But now you're at the babysitters all the time because mom's got to work two jobs and life is hard and you don't have wow. everything you need. And so there's a whole nother thing that plays out. And um, so it does a couple of different things. There is it, it will either, it will replace the bad memory with something better or it will help them to see that the one they had wasn't as bad as it. I mean, it could have been worse mm -hmm. and then they'll play that out. Um, and then we can rewrite it again if we wanted to until we find that timeline that is like, Oh yeah, there we are all sitting on a couch and everybody's being good people. And you know, we get to grow up in a house where everyone loves everyone and yeah, not, not be so scarred. And, and then they can have that one. But, um, yeah, so it's interesting when they were showing that I was like, Oh yeah, rewrite the story. But they were, you know, they were showing that you could go back and take an abusive point in your timeline and, and ask for the memory of the other one that wasn't abusive. I didn't know we could do that. Might have to try it, see what plays uh, out. Um, how would, like, let's say you, you re-experienced a different timeline and so on, but you just was able to see that timeline. It wouldn't affect your timeline at this moment, correct? Because you're still in this timeline. You just got to see the other timeline. Or it actually does, the, does shift it. It does shift your timeline? It does. So um, I've wow. done this with a lot of people where, um, yeah, because people are responding to our energy. So uh, so I had this timeline. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use one of my uh, past lives as an example. I had a past life where one of my children was um, sacrificed. It wasn't raining. There was no rain. And so the, the community decided a child sacrifice to the gods for rain or whatever. And they grabbed my, like we were all standing there. I'm seeing this plain as day in my head. I, and I was the father in that lifetime. I was this child's father. And we're all standing in this group saying, we need rain. We need rain. And we're all panicking. And so they've come to this conclusion that they need to make a sacrifice and they came out into the, the audience or the group of people and they grabbed my child and they ran him up to the stage and they were going to kill him. And I was just frozen in fear. Like, you know, I knew I couldn't do anything because there was, um, you know, there was protocol that that was, that was supposed to be an honor that your child was brought up there and was going to be the sacrifice and all of that. And I never got rid of that guilt of letting that happen. And so in this lifetime, something triggered that. And I was feeling really guilty about something. That part I can't even remember, but I remember that past life because I wanted to rewrite that story. So then I went back and I asked, can we rewrite the story? I got a yes. That was the other thing you got to ask. Yes or no. Can we rewrite it? I got a yes. So we went back. And so we went back to the 
the point of trying to figure out, well, how do we get it to rain? And I was like, well, can't we sacrifice an animal instead of a child? And I was still seeing that we're taking a life unnecessarily. And so then I asked a different question. I said, so how can we do this from a place of love where we're not going to kill, you know, take a, take another life and just do it from a place of love. And the answer that came in is do a fast. And so, so then when I went back, instead of sacrificing anything, I jumped up and said, let's do a fast. And there was like five of us that agreed to do the fast. And we sat up on the platform and we prayed and we fasted for like, I don't know, a couple of days of not eating. And then it started to rain. Mm. And so nobody had to die. And wow. we came from a place of love and, and sacrifice. We still had the sacrifice, but it started to rain. And nobody's child got killed or anything like that. And what happened was the angst and the the guilt and everything that I was feeling that, that brought me to that lifetime, gone. Well, when that leaves, now the people that are responding to me, my energy that I'm putting out is no longer requiring that judgment to come at me. Mm, interesting. So, so my world starts shifting. So yeah, it changes your reality. It changes your timeline because my timeline no longer needs to reflect that guilt or that memory that was triggered. So I did feel a shift with how the world was responding to me after going through that exercise. So hopefully that was yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And uh, that's a great example, too, because yeah. people can relate to it and visualize it. Be like, oh, okay. Yeah, and luckily I remembered what we were talking about, so I can wrap it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I get lost in the story, forgot what we were talking about. But yeah, my, my world around me did change because, you know, and that's what we got to look at is when we step out into the world, it's showing us ourselves. You know, everything we're looking at is something that's getting mirrored back. And so it's um, when we can start really understanding that and playing in that world, then we can start healing those parts of ourselves. So the mirror doesn't have to be there. We get all this magic. Like we were just talking about the Conscious Life Expo mm -hmm. and we were having a wonderful experience. But then we were we were next to some other people that were like, can you believe how catty people are being and how... Um, everybody's just being like snarky and backstabbing and we're sitting there going, we're not experiencing any of that. Right. That's not in your that reality. Wasn't, that wasn't in our reality. It wasn't our mirror. It was there, you know, so. Interesting. Yeah. That would be where they would need to be looking at, well, where are you being catty? Where are you being snarky? Heal that part and you won't experience it anymore. And, you know, sometimes it's just that we're holding a judgment on something like that. And if we can let go of the judgment, then it doesn't get mirrored back. So there's a lot of, you know, paying attention to our own worlds to see where we're at and what timeline do we want to be in? What, what do we want that to reflect to us? Wow. Yeah, that was, that, that was a good topic too. That was, it was. That was a fun one. That was yeah, good. Yeah, that was a good topic. And like I said, I still like how it's, how it's all connected. You know, mm -hmm. it bled over to the veil, to the dreams in a way, the 5D earth. So it was like, it was pretty neat how it was all connected. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of it. I'm probably going to have to listen to this one. 
Sometimes I can really remember them and the other ones I'm like, <laughs> I remember uh, I talked a lot. <laughs> uh, and in like dreams. So, you know, I feel better now because I don't really remember my dreams and, and oh, yeah. there's a reason for that. So I was like, oh, now I feel better. <laughs> yeah. And there's a good chance that you're meeting up with a, a soul group when you're out of your body doing that, when you're doing the work. Mm -hmm. But they were very clear about like, sometimes you stay in your body and you just get downloads and that's what the dreams and the metaphors that you're seeing. And then you're working that out. Um, and then the other times where your head hits the pillow and next thing you know, it's the alarms going off and you're like, you're still in the same position, everything. And I've been in those. And then I wake up and I'm so tired. I'm like, why am I so tired? And then I'm being told, well, you were working. And mm -hmm. then, then it was more like they didn't want to use the word abduction because it's such a negative thing, but it was like a, um, <laughs> like your ET groups will come and get you like a field trip. Say, yeah, it's kind of like, hey, come and play, come outside. Yeah. And it, it did. It felt more playful than anything. Like, um, like our curiosity is, is just like itching to get out there and see some things, and they take us, but then we don't get to remember them on the conscious level. So absolutely, dogs found a golf ball. You hear it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I like how at the end. Um, Daniel approved my question of asking the, the numbers. He's like, you have a question about numbers. I was like, well, I do, but you know, yeah. it's the time. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. And we're doing okay. We're, yeah. I guess I do need to wrap it up, but um, yeah, mm -hmm. it was like, I, I was, I was like, feeling yes, finally. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah, we need to talk about those numbers. So that's good. good stuff too. I'm, I'm glad we talked about that. I, I'll, you know, that was, that was interesting. Yeah, it'll be fun for people to play with, um, you know, when they see the, the different numbers coming together, mm -hmm. you know, to bring in the threes and the ones or, you know, whatever, when they come together and, and be like, oh, okay, so I got master energy around me helping me to create the thoughts that are going to be more positive, you know, that kind of a thing. So playing with the numbers, what order are they coming in? What is the ones you're seeing a lot of? And and getting your messages because they love to talk to us so if you give them ways to talk to you you're gonna get it absolutely absolutely yeah. all, all right. right well I'll, I'll wrap this up so i don't take up any more of your time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's been a wild week <laughs> yes yes I, i'm glad you uh after your trip you you decided to still do a video i, I thought it would be next week so well i I felt like we needed to get the video done because I'm going to take off again Friday and not be back till Sunday evening. So worked out perfect. Yep. I that's I was feeling like we need to do that, so let's put it together. So I'm glad it worked out and I, it was opened here. It was it opened up so I could do it. So it's good. No, All right. Perfect. Well, thank you, Jason. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Oh, you bet. <laughs>